<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Ben. How you doing today, Ben? Um I'm swell. I'm living. Do you mean in... swole? No, I'm not no. Uh, I'm the exact opposite of swole. I am you swelled soft. to the point of swole? No, I'm 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 just soft because I haven't worked out in quite some time, so. Would you describe yourself as a big soggy boy? Some days. <laughs> okay. Uh. Well, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where Big Soggy Boy talks about how swole he is. <laughs> this is, is the that podcast. my new nickname? No, this is not the podcast where my big brother fucking fat shames me. <laughs> It might have been wet shaving. <laughs> this is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? I have selected for us. Uh oh, I forgot what year this this fucking nineteen eighty. Well, is it really on the nose? Oh, the nineteen eighty first Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, written and directed by Sean S. Cunningham. Yeah. What else has he done outside of just Friday the 13th movies? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I can tell you the level of prep I did this week. I can't say this because I read it. Apparently, he came up with the title before he wrote the script. (laughs) He was just like, God damn, that's a a hell of a title. I'm going to... I'm going to do some crazy stuff with it. But I got to tell you, it has absolutely nothing to do with anything of this film series. You would have to, from context clues, guess that Friday the 13th is uh, Jason Voorhees' birthday. Although, I guess it's not always Friday, obviously. No, of course. I mean, that's what they say is that on Friday the 13th... Well, here's the thing, right? Your birthday is on, like... A cer- I mean, I guess it's the 13th of every month, but it's just like sometimes that's not going to fall on a Friday. No. If I was better at math, I could tell you how many times it does because of leap years, though. It, it, it's, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Friday, Friday the 13th has uh, long been associated with bad luck. That's why in the movie they start talking about like full moons and shit like that, too. <laughs> well, so I guess like looking into like this dude's like filmography like he's done a few but he hasn't done all of the friday 13th it looks like he didn't do the second one he like bounced and then he came back for jason x and then he did freddy vs jason and then the 2009 like remake okay <laughs> i mean there that's that's about as much deep diving as i can do I guess I could say honestly, after watching this one, that I wasn't that curious in what else he had done. So sorry, Sean S. Cunningham. <laughs> He's not listening. Don't worry. I mean, if he is, though, you could email us. Like, don't be such a mitch. 
I think we've done one Friday the 13th movie before. Yeah, the other one. Of. <laughs> the other one that Cunningham has done, actually. What, he was part of Jason X? Okay. He was. <laughs> Jason X was worse acted than this, was worse written, and was about a hundred million times more fun. So sorry to ruin that from the start. Yeah, what can I say? Um, Early 80s, it felt like it was a proving ground to try to get people to watch these movies. So they took it in a really, like, slow, suspenseful kind of, like, thing. Because, I mean, when Jaws fucking did it, that's how it kind of looked. It was it, it, it built up a lot of suspense. But Jaws did it perfectly. There was a lot of things in between. There was a lot of personality in the movie. This movie it got a lot of personality to it. No, and this is it's a slasher movie, but it's coming after Halloween and Black Christmas, so it was kinda of well established by now. I, I mean, we'll get into, like, what it, it borrows from that and what it adds to it. I mean, spoiler alert, not that much. No, I think really where this movie was, like, I don't, like, I guess, like, the important thing is that it became popular because of the makeup work from Tom Savini. Because like, it is, like, masterful makeup work. Oh, okay. I guess I could see that with the kills. Although, I mean, like, I don't... Right. I don't well, go into any movie being like, I, I hope I do enjoy the dead bodies tremendously. <laughs> so. Well, you're not a sociopath, so yeah, that's not that's not usually your realm. That's more my department where I'm like, I like the makeup work. I like more or less like how things look, how realistic it looked, because it's just like, fuck. Like, that is a lot of work that they put in. And as they say, Tom Savini is basically the king of like makeup Vinny, have you seen friday the 13th before are you gonna answer the question or just kind of <laughs> stare on. at me come on yeah well because i have it really no oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? we're gonna do this every time you pick one of these movies and be like well, oh my god you haven't seen this well, yeah, because it just seems like one of those kind of movies that it's just like you at least have seen it like on TV at a glance of being like, yeah, I've seen it. Look, but I'm a fancy film boy, okay? <laughs> a big old fancy film boy. You got, a so- like, you got a soggy wet boy and a fancy film boy here. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, if I uh, am enjoying horror movie, I'm like, obviously I'll be watching the Kubrick. I'm like... <laughs> This isn't the type of thing that I go for. Obviously, that's what you're supposed to be here for. Right, right. You know, we we can't be switching characters this like far into like, you know, <laughs> our our fucking show here. But I don't know. It's just like when it comes to staples of like horror movies, I think of this one. I think of Halloween. And for some right. reason, I think which of, is better. Like, <laughs> Go right. on. Oh, it's at, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also think of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like those right. are the ones which is that, better. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> but it's just like those are like the three where I'm just like everybody's at least seen 
these once in their life and um i mean halloween is probably the only one that you're like yeah i've seen it before yeah because that's a john carpenter movie (laughs) right correct right because i remember you blew my mind when you said you never saw nightmare on elm street no but i feel like how much i appreciate them is directly proportional to how good the director is because john carpenter one of the best i love halloween Wes craven it's not my favorite, but he's, you know, a legitimate filmmaker. Yeah. Pretty good. Nice. Nah, he holds and, a, a pretty decent story. And Sean S. Cunningham, he came up with the title first. <laughs> he sure did. Oh, man. I guess, I don't know where else we go, but I guess we start. All right, you let me episode. talk now. How about that? Let's do that. Oh, okay. All right. So, I haven't seen this before. I know a lot about Friday the 13th because it's out there. It's in the culture. So, I know, like, Mm -hmm. the first one is, like, it's Jason's not in that one. Kind of. Kind of, sort (laughs) of. I think you could say Jason is a worthwhile horror character. Like, obviously, the look of him and the feel of him is great. The feel of him? Are you touching Jason recently? (laughs) Yeah, like right under the mask, I'm like, ooh, sticky. <laughs> you got uh, it's all pimply and. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna say like obviously, the horror movie and his franchise without him is going to suffer from the lack of him being in it. Right, but it is also like the biggest like buzzworthy like answer in trivia's actually. They 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 go over it and scream, don't they? Yes, that's the the question that she gets wrong in the beginning of Scream. Is he's like, who's the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? And she's like, Jason. And he's like, bullshit. Although yeah. only because they stop him at the end. Honestly, <laughs> he would have gotten it. He would have gotten his first one. Fucking cops, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just remembering a trivia question I got wrong. That's like sort of similar but different. Whereas like. What horror movie did Johnny Depp die in? And in my head, I'm like, Freddy Krueger. But out loud, I said, Friday the 13th. And we got it <laughs> wrong. And I was like, no! <laughs> I was, was like, so close. Just me brain no good. <laughs> <laughs> I got the knowledge. I don't got the tongue. <laughs> Cannot let these things sink. Um, Hey, so we got a show to do here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, we get them in the can every week. We might as well get this week. Vinny, let's tarry no further. Let's go to the movies. Hey, you took my fucking line. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Vinny, go ahead. Let's go to the movies. And then I say, like, let's get in the movie car. We're hitting 65. Vroom, vroom, vroom. drive 65. I believe that gentleman actually couldn't drive 55 because they had not yet uh, raised the speed limit at the time. Right. No, he said that he moved away from town. This is Sammy Hagar. And he said he moved back and they dumbed down the the mileage and he got pulled over. That's how he came Red up car, with Red car, good note. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's what he was driving. Vinny! All right, we start with the Paramount logo, but it also says Golf Western on the bottom. So I'm like, oh, yeah, remember when that horrifying, (laughs) 
uh, corporation owned Paramount? No. Who's yeah, Go- do you know who Gulf Western is? No. It's like an oil company. It's basically a bunch of sheiks bought Paramount for a while. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's like a weird thing to diversify with. But anyways. All right, we're in a prologue set in 1958. So, three years after Doc Brown invents time travel. <laughs> nice. So, you know, he's he's back there in... Uh... Where where'd they end up going back in time to? Nineteen uh fifty five. Was it fifty five? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's eighty five minus thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, thirty years into the future. It was in the past. Let's move on, Vin. You're getting confused. But the movie's called Back to the Future, Jake. That's where they get to at the end. They're <laughs> trying to Is Back to the Future a horrible no. <laughs> Uh Vinny. We got two children of the corn-looking teenagers who are making eyes at each other because everyone's playing kumbaya around a campfire. What movie mm-hmm. did this remind you of, Vin? <laughs> we just did it, actually. Jaws. Yeah, it's pretty much the same opening to Jaws. It just, like, all of a sudden comes up on a campfire where people are playing guitar and singing. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what it is, but in these movies, I guess we're, we're learning that... Um, just gets the libido going, you know? It's just like it, it it's giving all these corn fed boys like hard ons and making all these girls wet, so I think that's like a teenage staple, right? Like the, the campfire, like you drink around just, it and then you go and like get to the third base of the woods. Yeah, that's that sounds like my teenage years. Right. The next day you find a tick in your thigh, like you scream and you scream and then you have someone come pull it out for you and you're like, I have Lyme disease. I have Lyme disease. No, usually the parties I went to, well, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) And cut. Vinny, they sneak away to fuck. Yeah, it is a teenager. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no. They go off to some like weird cabin. Yeah, before they can completely undress, we get a POV of someone sneaking up on them. And the boy's like, no, sorry, we was just fooling around, and then we got fat. <laughs> I mean, what does one say when, like, they're caught with, like, their pants around their ankles? It just did sh- shame, you know? <laughs> I've never oh. been caught in that scenario, have you? Yes. At <laughs> what aunt's, did you say? At her aunt's house. Uh-huh. And I don't remember what I said. I just drunkenly stumbled and put my pants back on and, and walked away in shame. You just like grunt grunt snort snort left. Yeah, cuz no, I mean that there you go. That's what you say. You just like, you know, play dumb. Like, oh, <laughs> oh they just fell off my pants. Can I blow your mind, Vin? Go for it. One time when I was getting a hand job in the basement, you came down on the stairs and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" It's like, "What? what what's that? Hap- what's happening, buddy? What do you, What do you want?" <laughs> now, did you tell your date to like let go, or like you like he'll go away? <laughs> in my mind, the grass the grass fell, but. <laughs> Well, this I feel is like there was opening. an understanding that any further stairs would result in disengagement. 
Well, you sparked my mind today. Let's continue. <laughs> Anywho. This POV uh, stabs the uh, blonde boy. And then, <laughs> With the uh, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gives it one of the like, Ugh! and then he's like, oh. And then they go stab it at the girl and it freeze frames on her face and then goes to black and white question mark. Yeah, it's interesting. And then the most iconic title card, the whole fucking <laughs> Friday the 13th comes crashing through a window. Yeah, with the Friday the 13th uh, theme song, which goes like, doo doo doo. No, wait, that's Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Twi- <laughs> that's Twilight Zone. <laughs> How's it going, Finn? Well, I, <laughs> the only way I could describe it is this cacophony of angry fucking like trumpets just... Mm-hmm. It's trombones the way you did it just now. Oh. Unless you're playing a trumpet and jerking someone off at the same time. <laughs> Gotta keep both hands busy, you know? Anyways, the film re- moves forward to the present. And by that, I mean 42 years ago. Whew. We did go back to the future. It's Friday, June 13th. Yeah, there's some... Oh, boy. I didn't take notes, and I'm using a synopsis. Sorry for this peek behind the curtain, but things are about to get hairy. Her nickname is... Backpack? Backpack works. I would just say curly hair. Okay. Uh, Yeah, there's some brunette with a backpack and curly hair. She's walking into the town. She goes into a diner. She's like, hey, can I go to Camp Crystal Lake? They're like, oh, no, that's from the Friday the 13th series. (laughs) See, they knew. They knew what they were getting themselves into. They're just like, we're just trapped in town. That This is just like destinies. All these stupid campers are just going to keep coming to this fucking place and just die. And we can't do anything about it. Yeah, so they're all basically like some horrible shit happened there. And she's like, well, they're reopening it. And they're like, bummer. (laughs) They're like... Uh, I mean, can't someone do something about it? Like, you know, like sanctions? Like, I don't know, close the place off forever? <laughs> well, we'll find out, Finn. I mean, but like, anyways. remember when, like, so we live up here in Connecticut. Remember when, like. Oh, no, not have... local news. What are you going to do? <laughs> remember when we had access to Dudley Town, like, back in the day? And just people just kept going up there, fucking around until they're just like, yeah, now if you go up there, you're going to get arrested, so. Have you been to Dudley Town? Have we ever talked about Dudley Town on the podcast before? No, this is the first time ever bringing this up. And no, I've never been. I don't think that's true, but go ahead. No, I've I've never been. I've 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 been to that a sane asylum that new asylum brewing is working out of now. It's a brewery cuz breweries are coming up everywhere. Wow, thank you for answering that question with the irrelevant information about something I, else. I I said no, I've never been. All right, I have been to Dudley Town. Dudley Town is not a bad thing to bring up, actually, Vin, because other people have heard of it, not just us. Mm. Um, I always thought it was weird because Dudley Town has better cell phone service than I have at my house. <laughs> and it's all it's the, hard to it's feel all like the a... dead spirits that are charging your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> In the midst of the trees is a cell phone tower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's a dark forest with some rocks. It was so scary. <laughs> well, so, like, 
the lore is like the town is just incredibly unlucky. You can't grow anything because it's basically swamp marshland out there and the town caught fire and everybody's like, fuck this, we're leaving. Yeah, I mean, that sets aside so many things, which is like lots of towns caught fire back then. And also yep. nothing grew because they <laughs> they built it in the thickest part of the forest. So no light got through. So whoops. <laughs> but yes, Dumb. there was like. That's all those raggies, you know. That's that's where it started. Basically, like everyone who was normal bailed quickly, and then somebody stayed behind, and they were like, "My family got attacked by wild animals." <laughs> oh, simple times back then. Absolutely simple times. Hey, stick around with us, folks. Maybe someday we'll talk about melon heads too. I don't know what the fuck that is. You don't know? Oh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it another time. Back to the movie. All right, Vinny, the harbinger from Cab in the Woods comes out to be like, you're in grave danger. <laughs> they call him the town crazy. Yep, and he's like, if they're reopening the cap, you're all doomed. Doomed, I say. Yeah. And then, Vinny, he hops on a bike and awkwardly rides away. <laughs> and he doesn't even, like, it's not even, like, a clean, like, you know, someone gets on their bike and, like, glides away. Nah, he has a little bit of trouble. Like, he's shaking the bike a little bit as he's going. Yeah, he's like, shaking his big gonna... fat ass behind it, too, swaying <laughs> his hips with each thrust. He's fucking, like, twerking and bouncing that thing. He's working it. Yeah, you they can call... tell this this old guy put on his resume, knows how to ride a bike, and then they put him on one, and he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he got the doom saying down pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right. Then a friendly truck driver uh, takes backpack or curls or. Yeah, all, I mean, that's pretty all much those it. Things. Yeah, that's it. He's giving her a lift to take her to camp. And during the drive, he's a little bit creepy with her, but not like overtly so. Not really. I he like he looks at her. I, I'd say that he gives her a look of more concern. Like, I can't believe, like, this girl really is fucking going up to this place. This place is a freaking death trap. <laughs> yeah, he's he tells her that a boy drowned in Crystal Lake in 1957. I'm sure we'll never hear of this boy again. No, never again. Or how much he loved hockey. <laughs> and he's like, uh, let's see. That was one year before the double murders occurred. Which, of course, was our first scene. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up dropping her off, and she keeps walking on. Then she hitches a ride in a Jeep picked up by someone we don't see. So immediately you're like, oh, that's going to be the killer. (laughs) Immediately, all of us big brain like horror movie fanatics are like, well, that's that's her demise right there, so... Yeah, there's like literally no reason to not show the driver unless it's like, because that's the killer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah typically that's just that's horror movies 101 have you ever had that sense of like going in an uber and thinking to yourself hmm i could die Vig, do you think that the physical attributes of this murderer matches who it is revealed to be at the end of course not <laughs> let me follow this up with another question how many 50 year old women do you know currently engaged in ufc battle None, but I'll have to ask Cody. But that would be like the most badass thing ever. It'd be like, yeah, this granny, like, man, she fucking like she can hoss dudes. She's really good at judo. 
I mean, like, she sneaks up on Kevin Bacon, but to be honest, he should hear the dumpy lady underneath his bed going, <laughs> like, shh, 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 and then clank, oh, fuck, I dropped it, I dropped the arrowhead. <laughs> we'll get to it. Will we? I don't know, Vin. <laughs> oh, Vinny, the driver speeds past the entrance to the camp. <gasps> I wonder. I wonder why. No, it's an establishing shot. It's just a good shot. Backpack's like, but oh, she ain't no. coming back. <laughs> she starts talking to the camera, Vin, and with her acting ability and the way she's talking to the camera. I'm instantly reminded of certain short videos I like to watch online. <laughs> With those, uh... this one would be like Google POV. <laughs> POV, what, camper what murder. Is it? <laughs> POV public agent camera murder. <laughs> Ooh, don't look in my search history. Anyways, eventually she decides that this isn't a ride she's in for anymore, so she tosses her ass outside of the Jeep. She doesn't seem like she lands that hard, but she's, like, limping like a cartoon character when she gets up. Well, I I mean, Jake, have you ever tossed yourself out of a moving car before? Literally every day. It's how I get to work. <laughs> it's just, like, my ride. Just, like, wait, is that why your car's got so many freaking lumps on it? Because you just, like, let it, like ghost ride into a wall after you jump out of it yeah and if you think it's bad for me when i jump out think all the guys it hits <laughs> jake has claimed about it six lives on his way to work i don't claim them i let him be <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's my car's fault not me they're in god's hands now you let jesus take the wheel <laughs> all right Vinny, so limpy goes up in the woods just kind of like looking back and like not going nearly fast enough but still getting away for some reason that's always the problem you never look back just keep going just keep going forward and like in your mind like mentally like plot out like okay how many minutes am i gonna keep going forward to like how many times am i gonna look back yeah because she does do that thing where like eventually she's like I'm just not going to look forward and be like, well, that'll be the end of you pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, until you get clotheslined by a fucking tree branch and you're like, well, I made it about five minutes. Yeah, so, you know, the killer gets on the other side of her. They have boots on or something and they stab her. Nice. Yay. That's one. Because, you know, in these slasher movies, that's that's the body count, you know, thing. It's three, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. With 30 years of separation. But anyways, at the camp, the other counselors are there. You got Nerdy Goofball, Kevin Bacon, another brunette, <laughs> Blonde Crop Top, and another brunette, but this one with her nipples poking through her shirt. You know, for for all intents and purposes, like for this movie, not a lot of gratuitous nudity. There was some nudity. Yeah, it didn't seem like... It wasn't like really like, you know, outlandishly like, look at these titties. It was just kind of like, you know, I'd say it's like somewhat tasteful. I would say arguably the girl that gets nude gets to show the most... Uh... 
character as well because she's doing like all these goofy impressions oh yeah yeah she's really always, yeah she's like Catherine Hepburn into the mirror she's like no oh, look at me I'm like a plain girl <laughs> yeah and you're kind of like I like this girl <laughs> yeah she seems all right uh Vinny you know what's not all right though what's that is this like I don't know let's call him like early 40s guy who's refurbishing this camp Stops in I the middle of them putting up a rain gutter to be like, hey, uh, blonde there with the cropped hair, you don't seem to like it here. And she's like, I, I maybe it's all this sexual harassment. And he's like, oh, come on, give me a smile, pussycat. Yeah, not then like he that. he strokes her face and he's like, why don't we give it another chance? And we're like, oh, wow. Well, I'm glad that this is the worst thing that's going to happen here this weekend. <laughs> Well, so first, first of all, the the this guy is supposed to be the guy that's like reopening the camp. Uh-huh. Um, he, he definitely has a lot of like pedo ass kind of look to him because he's got curly hair, he's got a mustache, he's got glasses. It's like you know this dude fits the bill as a creep. That's just. I know it's they're it's, just it's, coming it's, out of the seventies. That's just how dudes look then. But yeah, he does. I don't like him. It's listen. You, he looks like it. He acts like it. This dude's a creep. Therefore, that's his nickname. Good job, creep. The good news for the camp counselors, though, creep doesn't stick around for way too long. Nah, he's got to go into town. He's leaving the kids alone so they can get into some interesting foibles. <laughs> Let's find out about these foibles, shall we? Yeah, this doesn't break them down in order, Finn, so now we're kind of flying blind here. Oh, this is going to uh, be great. You know, you know what, folks? This, this is a fun episode. I like this, because I don't even know where we're going to go. All right, I know the girl with the cropped hair, she goes into her cabin, and there's like mm. a black snake in there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that... <laughs> I forgot about this other dude now that I think about it. She calls in this like serious looking like brown haired dude. And she's brown like haired boy. That's right. Brown eyed boy. <laughs> yeah, so this she she calls him in because she's freaking out and he's got himself a machete. So it's like oh which, yeah, yeah, which I guess he drops into the lake later, we must assume. <laughs> I guess so. And then, you know, Jason grabs the machete and he uh, just like Sweeney Todd says Ah, my arm is complete. <laughs> Just like Sweetie Todd, he says, I'm only going to fuck you until I find out you poisoned my wife. <laughs> oh, shit. So now they uh they get into, like, this whole tirade of, like, how do I kill a snake? Well, so the brown the brown eye boy... It's what is this? Like, you're, st- you're stepping on me here. This is like my favorite part of the movie, and you're trying to steal it from me. Oh, go for it. Go for it. I'm, I'm she says, here. you, brown-eyed boy, kill the snake. And he says, in my favorite two line readings of the movie, uh-oh, now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says, I don't know how. Yeah, he, he goes, says, it might bite. <laughs> yeah, he's like, how do I do that? And it's going to bite, <laughs> which is like the most human like reaction to like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just a snake. Like it can't, it's just like, I've seen snakes lunge. 
Like, come on. We know what snakes can do. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't... He's not hysterical. He's not like, it might bite! He's just completely underplaying it. He's not playing it cool either. It's just, like, very matter-of-factly, like, I don't know how to kill that thing and it might bite me. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the most human-like reading of a line. It really is. So all the other kids come in and then they start, like, slamming around the mattress and eventually the snake comes out and, you know, he chops its fucking head off. Yeah, so we have a little bit of animal cruelty in this movie. Yeah, and then the other brown-haired girl is like, oh, maybe there's, like, two of them that have clothes. And they're like, no, we are laughing. (laughs) And then it does happen, and then the snakes attack them both. Yeah, and then this is a way better movie. There's just fucking (laughs) snake clothes everywhere. Yeah, actually, they're, uh, what are they known as? The Hydra? Right? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You cut one head off and it grows three more. Hail Hydra. Um. (laughs) Oh, man. After this, (laughs) you know this thing I left out that are not in these notes, but I want to to bring up is um, the other brunette girl is like hanging up an archery target and then a dude shoots it out of her hands into the thing. And then he's like, check that out, huh? I never miss. But I really would have loved it if the next one was, like, right through her hand. And he's like, I'm never going to get laid now. (laughs) She's like, no, no. Come take it out. This gets me horny. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she treats him like, oh, my God. Like, you are so funny. But it's like, you could have fucking killed me. (laughs) Yeah, like, there is no... It's completely just, like abandonment of like anything like she at first she was scared and then she's just like oh you rapscallion and it's just like you wouldn't have said that if that thing like hit you in your neck and then you went down no then if it was me i would have slapped his mouth like he just made fun of my wife's alopecia (laughs) keep your wife my wife's name out of your fucking mouth i gotcha (laughs) Keep those arrows in your fucking quiver, dude. Yeah, if I was her, I would have taken that arrow and fucking, like, stabbed him in the leg with it and been like, that's what you could have done to me. (laughs) So, Vinny, after all this snake killing and almost possible uh, archery deaths, (laughs) they go to make lunch, but, Oh, they skipped out a lot of stuff in this synopsis. No, no, no. Before that, the cop shows up, right? Um, uh, yeah, because after, like, the archery thing, like, more more fun, like, little things going on. And then, yeah, the cop shows up, and then the comedy dude that, you know, almost killed somebody with an arrow does a real funny racist uh, Indian dance. Yeah, he's got a headdress on, and he's doing the full, like, oh, yeah, 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 like, Chief Wahoo thing. Yeah, and then he says one of my favorite lines, oh, shit. Just that? (laughs) Yeah, well, just because, like, the occurrence of, like, you know, (laughs) just the cop shows up, and he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, so the cop is skeptical that they're doing anything at the camp, and they're like, they're reopening it. And he's just like, you're all a bunch of fucking big city weirdos. We don't take kindly of them out here. And yeah, while he's ca- talking to them, like, Kevin Bacon's fucking around yeah. with his motorcycle. Yeah, he's like, ooh, that's a nice looking motorcycle. And he's like, 
<laughs> then suddenly the cop turns into like a like a fucking like a nineteen like thirties like cop. You're like, give it to me straight. See, are you smoking? You smoking the Mary J? Well, <laughs> he's like, I think the he's devil's like, lettuce. you smoking grass? Ah, uh, the jazz cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, the you devil's been doing lettuce. the holly golly around here. <laughs> And, he, yeah, and then Kevin Bacon goes, nope, smoking gives you cancer. That's correct. That is what he says. Yes. No further <laughs> comment from this, Jake. So Back to you in the, the studios. He's up here because he's like, oh, the crazy guy from town is like coming around here giving doomed prophecies everywhere. So, <laughs> And they're like, ooh, I hope he like, you know, finds his way to us. <laughs> then he gets a call on the radio which bacon goes to answer and he like snatches the radio out of his hand and they're like all right your part's done you can come back in the last scene and he's like okay goodbye <laughs> you know it's it's fascinating that a cop is like so like you know okay with like kevin bacon going up to his bike because i'm pretty sure cops these days would be like he's got a gun <laughs> it depends on what he looked like man. <laughs> But let's oh. just say Kevin Bacon would be fine. Kevin Hart? Who could say? Ooh. Anyways, they go inside to make lunch, and then they find the creepy prophecy guy in the pantry. I assume, like, munching on something before. He's like, hold on a second. You're all doomed. <laughs> you hear me? Doomed. As he, like, shuffles and walks away with, like, the, the cheese puffs. He's just like crunching on dry ramen, like, I love this stuff. Mm, <laughs> I'm crazy. The sodium will end up giving you high blood pressure. Here, let me help you. And he munches on more of them, and he's like, This is my favorite part. And he snaps open, like, all of those flavor packets and just starts downing them. Yeah, then he gets on one of those old fashioned bicycles with, like, the front wheel that's two stories high and well. <laughs> It wiggles out of there. <laughs> this guy, every time he shows up, he's got a different bike with him. The next yep. one, it's a unicycle. <laughs> and he's not good at it. <laughs> he's got to stop to catch catch his balance every few feet. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Fuck this movie. Anyways, Vinny, <laughs> a storm's coming in, and that's trouble for all of us. I think it's funny because, like, we, uh, <laughs> they're, um, Kevin Bacon and one of the brunettes are, like, out just chit-chat and whatnot, and they're talking, and, like, you see, like, a flash, but does it look like a flash from, like, a thunder or anything? It looks just like a flash from a camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they obviously <laughs> didn't have... A lot of money for this movie. That's the other thing where it's like, you think it's like, oh, it's a camp. <coughs> it's a camp movie where they're going to be killing people. So you're like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of campers there. They're like, nah, we can't afford that. What if it was a camp that six people were fixing up? <laughs> <laughs> and and like, like, that sounds a lot more affordable to me. That's, that's right. They're like, that's a more affordable movie. <laughs> There's also some, like, vague stuff with the killer, like, skulking around the camp this whole time, so... They're, like, fucking around in the water, and they think they see something up in the woods, but 
nothing's there. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that, like, fooling around and whatnot. They put the docks together. They fool around in the water. And then, right. ha-ha, one of the, the comedy guy acts like he's drowning, but he's not. Ha-ha-ha. It's the classic stuff. Yeah. Remember it's... when we watched Sleepaway Camp? Man, I like that a lot better than this. Isn't that crazy that you say that, like, out loud? Because just, like, Sleepaway Camp... It always, every scene had something buck wild that happened. <laughs> like that, ba- that baseball scene will always live in infamy to me. All I want is Joker and Dark Knight style. Let's introduce a little anarchy. <laughs> yeah. You do shit and paid everybody by just numbers. Goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. I like Sleepaway Camp because that's made by a crazy person. This is made by a guy... Who knew he had a sweet title? Anyways, Vinny. <laughs> we also get the POV stuff with the, like, <laughs> I assume because this lady did Lamaze class. Up top. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know, she's doing a lot of Pilates. Like, you know, she's killing it. Yep. So Kevin Bacon and Nipples are out in the rainstorm. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember, this isn't in here, but this is a thing I remember. She's like, I had the craziest dream where, like, all of a sudden it started, like, raining blood. And he's just like, yeah, well, it's just a dream. And not like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god. Yeah, Kevin Bacon, he's he's kind of a swell guy. Like, he, he he's like, you know what? I'm not going to let that bother me if I'm going to get laid. <laughs> You're just saying words. Yeah, I think he's probably, like, I'm, like, five right responses away from sex. (laughs) What is this, like, Mass Effect that he's got, like, a dialogue wheel? Like, he's just like, I'm close, man. I Just, like, one wrong choice. Bar's almost full, Vin. He just can't fuck it up. But this is the trickiest one, the the blood dream one. Yeah, (laughs) the selections are, I mean, it's just a dream, and the other one is, I think you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Maybe you're getting your period. (laughs) (laughs) And then she storms off and walks away, and it just says, you failed. (laughs) No sex for you. You didn't follow it up with, and I'm willing to go to the store to get tampons. (laughs) I guess that's a deal breaker. (laughs) As a violent rainstorm hits their camp, not period talk. (laughs) Kevin Bacon and Nipples slip off into a cabin to have sex in one of the bunks. Oh my god, they skipped this whole thing. No way. Uh, These synopsis are crazy. (laughs) Yeah, this synopsis is bad. They're making out before that and the jokey guy's watching all sad. It's like he was like, no, I thought I was gonna get to touch those nipples. I had my whole Native American gimmick. He was like, I was gonna do like the wah 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 thing all on top of him. (laughs) Instead of patting my mouth, I was gonna pat those things and go whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) And then he walks away with one single tear. Yeah, so he wanders off into a cabin, presumably to get killed. <laughs> or to jerk off. Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember <laughs> the specifics of, like, what happens? He just hears someone or something, right? Him? Like, the comedy guy? 
Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't... I I feel like his death was not so memorable. I don't know. Uh, well, because he just disappears, and then we see that, like, his dead body is on the bunk above them as Kevin Bacon and Nipples are fucking. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because he, like, wanders away and ends up in that bunk before they're fucking, so... Yeah, and then he ends up, like, with a bunch of arrows in him, so someone saw his arrow trick and wasn't very impressed. Someone, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, safety first, and then as they're, like, just jabbing away at those fucking arrows. But they're training arrows, so it's just, like, she'd really have to be pretty strong to... Oh, excuse me. The mysterious killer would have to be incredibly strong to puncture somebody with those training arrows. You have to imagine that she got it in part of a way and then came in with a hammer to finish the job. <laughs> They're like, let me get that in there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's just just, just wonderful. I hope she took her sweater. Uh, excuse me. I hope the mysterious killer took their sweater off before doing this. <laughs> Such a mess. Yeah, who could tell who she is? Jason's mom. Anyways... <laughs> After they fuck, Nipples is like, Kevin Bacon, you're so fine. Then he, I must agree in this case. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Kevin. He looked quite good at this. Of course. He's Kevin Bacon. Anyway, she's like, I gotta go pee, and like, also I'm getting my period as previously discussed. (laughs) That's just a normal bodily thing after, I assume every woman goes through after they fuck is like, now I gotta pee because you tickled that spot multiple times. Oh, God, Finn. (laughs) Finn, your dick's not big enough to be hitting a bladder. Don't try to lie to yourself. (laughs) Kevin Bacon's bite, though. (laughs) You're like, douche. What's he show that thing off in? Wild things? (laughs) Does he? Pretty sure he's hanging brain in that one. Is he hanging brain in fucking an animal house? No, he's just a, an ROTC dickwad. That's true. Uh, and he gets paddled, so, you know, he liking he, it. More importantly, he's very cold and he wants her to hurry back. <laughs> right, yeah. Those nipples were keeping him pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... He doesn't got to worry about that much longer because there's something middle-aged and a little bit doughy shuffling under the bed. <laughs> and then he gets an arrow jammed through his neck. It's pretty Through awesome. the mattress. Yeah, it's like, it's it's one of the, like, it's probably my favorite, like, <laughs> like kill in this movie. Because <laughs> it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty gruesome. But also... He doesn't have to worry about, like, being warm anymore, because he's going to be forever cold. Yeah, no, he could, uh, all those concerns could shuffle off now. (laughs) Sweet embrace. So anyways, Nipples goes down to the bathroom to try out her uh, five-minute set on Catherine Hepburn. I think she's crushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Then she hears someone in there, and she's like, Kevin Bacon, is that you? He's, he's incredibly cold. In fact, like, this middle-aged woman is shuffling his body towards her. <laughs> like, sounds like someone's stepping towards me, but their feet aren't getting very far off the ground. Kevin Bacon, is that you? <laughs> steps up. Step, steps up. 
it sounds like the footstep of someone who maybe doesn't currently, but has recently had gout. She goes and pulls back a shower curtain. Nothing's there. Then she turns around and finds an unseen killer wielding an axe into her face. That's the end of that story. Yeah, she'll be trying the rest of her Catherine Hepburn notes in hell. Yeah, what's that Catherine Hepburn movie where she gets an axe to the face? I think it's bringing a baby. <laughs> I don't know. You know better than me there, you uh, you film you film boy. She's like, oh, axe murder. I got a big old poop, aren't you? <laughs> someone, someone calling someone a big old poop as like an insult. That's pretty good. That's timeless. I like it. That's Aren't Catherine Hepburn in this very year, Vinny, 1980, in On Golden Pond. That's what she calls Henry Fonda. She calls him a big old poop? She's like, yeah, oh, you're just a mean old poop, aren't you, Henry Fonda? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm gonna catch a fish. <laughs> Alright, I don't do a Henry Fonda, okay? <laughs> you could <can> try. <laughs> I just did and failed. Vinny, in the other cabin, crop top. Is that what you... What do you call her hair? Pixie cut? No, it's not a pixie cut. Sexually harassed blonde. (laughs) Sexual harassment blonde. Yep. Snake killer and arrow target decide that they're going to play Monopoly, but not the way you're used to. This is strip Monopoly. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Yes, very good. Very, very good. And I know what a lot of you horn dogs are thinking. Oh, man, we're going to get to see all that nudity. No, not really. Yeah, no. They're like, what happens if the camp director comes back? And then (laughs) Arrow Target's like, well, I guess he could get stripping. (laughs) Sexually harassed blood is like, it doesn't take that much, unfortunately. Yeah, she's like, hmm, he's probably going to come in this cabin already horned up and nude anyway, so. Like, he doesn't need Monopoly, you just need to say, things aren't great with my dad. He's like, oh, oh, oh that's the ticket. He's <laughs> like, uh-oh, zip. <laughs> I'm just here to support you. <laughs> that's one of the darkest fucking jokes I've ever made <laughs> Oh, sorry to the ladies out there with daddy issues. <laughs> Anywho, after a little bit of strip monopoly, the other one's like, "Oh no, I left my window open. Goodbye forever." <laughs> so there and she, she goes. Exit Arrow this targets. movie. <laughs> I mean, that's how quick it goes. That I mean, yeah, it's like, listen, when they followed the rules and scream. These movies were their guidelines. They were like, well, that's stupid. Don't do that. Let your car get poured into, I guess. Yeah, and Snake Killer asked Sexually Harassed Blonde, like, were you really going to strip? And she's like, I guess you'll never know. But since she lives, no. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no, because she's got standards. Although I like, Vinny, that while they're cleaning up, they both are still kind of undressed, because they're like, I don't... I mean, is this over, or... <laughs> they're like we, we want to be ready to go if we're gonna play again but you know the game ends 
in a sense that how all Monopoly games end, with everybody just being like, I'm fucking done with this. Put this goddamn thing away. Oh, no, I play Monopoly at the end. No way. I've never finished the fucking Monopoly game in my life. You're not... Oh, you don't say. The kid with ADHD hasn't gotten through Monopoly. Yeah, usually the way that I end my games is just I give my money all over to someone and say, all right, I'm done. (laughs) I don't fucking care anymore. Take my property. All right, Vinny. Well, your Monopoly strategy is... uh... We're in the other cabin where Arrow Target is uh, getting her bathrobe on, windows successfully closed, but then she hears someone calling for help in the distance or a cat meowing. It's unclear at first. Just like, help me Help me <laughs> Oh, what the hell's that cat from the grunge doing here? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the little boy at the end too now. <laughs> you just Oh yeah, hey. <laughs> then I cards on the table here or what? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Alright, so Mrs. Voorhees is the killer, right? Cause like Jason drowned. We all know this. Like you know how Friday the thirteenth goes. Alright, she's decided she's going to test these camp counselors with a, like, well, obviously those kids were too busy fucking, so they let my son drown. Yeah, 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 that's, so she, that seems to be, like, her vendetta. <laughs> right, so she does a little help me, and this girl immediately responds and then gets murdered. Hey, she passed the test. Let her stay out there in the world. This is a good counselor. Yeah, she did. She, like, responded right away. She's just like, who's there? Hello? Yeah, she didn't even wait to find out if it was a cat or not. I mean, I guess, like, she saw her stripping and, like, you know, playing the Monopoly game. And it's just like, oh, they're just, they're just going to fucking fuck right here. That's what all these youngins do these days. They're just all about them orgies. I mean, they all seemed like they weren't against that idea. But the problem is you need someone to initiate. And those were three responders playing together. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, if the camp counselor came in, too, like, you know, like, the the main creep, if he came in... Oh, no, he would have fucked the girls and make the guy watch. (laughs) I was going to say the other way around. They wouldn't let him join. (laughs) Oh, no, he'd join. Nobody would want him to, but he'd join. (laughs) Oh, man. He'd be like, who's ready for a mustache ride? (laughs) They, let's keep going with this shitty movie because the power's about to cut out. It's going to get very boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, at least this part right here, pretty entertaining. Disagree. She ventures out to an archery range where the hooded rain slicker killer turns on the blinding lights, distracting archery target who's like, what's going on out here? Yeah, And then she disappears. This is also a movie video where, like, half the people die off screen, which is really stupid. Oh, I thought that she... Oh, I thought she did take an arrow. I thought she did. I thought they showed that. We don't see her fucking later until she crashes through a window. Oh, maybe my mind just came up with, like, yeah, she took an arrow. Like, they show, like, she took an arrow. Yeah, when we see her crashing through a window, there's arrows in her. 
oh, well, okay then. Like, fucking hell, movie. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyways, the strip uh, Monopoly play a duo hear a scream in the distance. So they go out to investigate, but they only find a bloody axe. See? <laughs> Touche, keep going. Then they look around the camp and they find nobody and begin to suspect that something is up. <laughs> Work it. Hey, listen. You know what's great about these synopsis notes? You don't have to painstakingly go, She went around a corner. There's no one there. <laughs> hey, write in and tell us if you like that or not. Uh, I don't. You do. Don't even pretend. I do, right, like when, I do like when Jake gets, like, he gets to that point because it's just like, you can just, you can hear the frustration in his, like, words. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> I'm trying to recreate the movie experience, so in parts where I'm frustrated, I'm giving that to you, the listener. It's like, it's almost like you're just like, you're playing out the scene as like, this is how it really goes. Like, come on. You know how, like, if you stopped running with Sonic, he would, like, stop and look at his watch in those games? Yeah. That's me watching these movies sometimes, just, like, tapping my foot, like, hurry the fuck up. (laughs) Get to the fucking point <laughs> and i don't mind slow stuff if it there's a point to it yeah jake like you know <laughs> house of the devil so yeah. and i think you should leave i love those movies <sighs> all right more hide i'm thinking seek. of ending things that's Whatever. The, yeah <laughs> what did i call it you said i think you should leave that's a fucking <laughs> hold on wait I like that well, one, I th- too. I do like... I, yeah, I really much enjoy that one. Vinny, you keep cutting me off. They're trying to call the cops, but the phone lines are cut. Can we proceed? Sure. The power's out, so, you know, they're screwed. I do like this uh, this little shot, though, where it's like they're trying to call, and then the camera pans from outside and goes around the corner, and you see the lines cut. It's a nice little shot. Yeah, Hitchcock himself. <laughs> <laughs> they go to call <laughs> they go to call someone now we see the lines are cut my god <laughs> beautiful this is master yeah it's truly the fucking monolith in the beginning of 2001 one shot <laughs> you know what it talks about is uh, humans need to communicate being cut off Anyways, that fucking creepy-ass camp uh, owner is in town. He's having dinner at the local diner. And he's going back into his Jeep to go back to Crystal Lake, but it almost immediately gets stuck in mud. So a cop's like, hey, I'll give you a ride. And then after a few, like, feet, he gets a call that's like, some truck got flipped somewhere. And he's like, all right, get the fuck out. (laughs) Fun time's over. Get out. I gotta work now. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it, it happens that quick. And then the camp counselor guy, he's walking off in the distance, and he sees POV of someone. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? Playing the pronoun game, because we're not supposed to know. He's saying, hey, what are you doing here, Mrs. Voorhees? 
Yeah, then Mrs. Voorhees takes the camera and stabs him with it. Pretty much. That's basically, <laughs> every time you get a POV-like kill and it's undescribed, that's just what I equate it to. It's just like, she's just taking that camera and stabbing people with it. Yeah, you know, the original old... ending of Paranormal Activity was that uh, the main guy was going to get beat to death with the camera, which that's... I think would have been thematically pretty good. <laughs> that would have been... Yeah, listen, he would have deserved it. <laughs> But they kept trying it and couldn't figure out how to do it. Which I hope means they just kept hitting that dude with the camera. <laughs> and you're like, no, it doesn't seem to be working. Three more takes. No. And you're like, oh, Stop. oh. They're like, Stop Katie, Katie, me. you try now. <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, sweet. Fuck you. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, just, nope. Oh, Vinny. <laughs> Let's go out exactly. all over the camp. And Snake Killer goes to check out the power generator. But he doesn't know what the fuck to do with it. So he's just kind of shrugging at it like, oh. Then he doesn't return. You know why, Vin? Why? Because he's fucking dead off camera. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. Good, you know, unceremoniously just like take took an exit from this movie. <laughs> But we have, you know, rights to his body still, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> his body has to shoot one more day. <laughs> All right, so blonde, sexually harassed lady heads out to the generator cabin looking for him. <laughs> and what does she do there? She finds his body pinned to the door by several arrows. Another kill that would have been great to see. Yeah, I've been like all the things that we wish we could have seen had they just been like we're actually gonna show it now. <laughs> They're like, nah, it's better if we don't. Alright, she's alone. She flees back to the main cabin and hides. And after a few moments of silence, oh, this is the part where she goes back in, Vin, to hide inside the cabin, and then she like throws a rope over the rafter and then uses it to shut the doors. To, like, keep it tied, and you're like, wow, that's pretty careful. Then she goes over the window, and she closes the curtain. And like, that's like, oh, yeah, equal protection there. You know the old Mitch Hedberg bit where he's like, um, if you're flammable and can move, you can't be blocking a fire exit? No, I've never heard that. There's, like, a bit where he's like... <laughs> There's a sign on the door that says, no blocking fire exit. He's like, as if there was a fire, I wouldn't run. If you're flammable and can move, you're never blocking a fire exit. <laughs> Anyways, Vinny, if you're breakable and glassy, you're never a secured entrance. Nah, not really. Although I do love when she tries putting like that chest to block like the door. She, like, half, like, gets it, like, wedged in there, and it's like, I guess that'll work, yeah. <laughs> like, meanwhile, it's like, there's a window where it's just like, they're just gonna break the window, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many options of entry, but, I mean, we also gotta remember, this is a 50-year-old woman, so it's like, chances are she's not breaking a window and climbing through. <laughs> she's got several months of TV guides saved up in her purse, and she's going to whip it right through that window. No, I just love the image of like her taking five minutes to block the door. Like, the thing that's already the hardest to get through. 
And she's like, the curtains will take care of the windows, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel you know like how, people like, people, do... like, lock glass sliders? Be like, oh, no, what'll that do? Like, I can't get a rock. <laughs> well, see, okay. You know what I really like is in um your next, there... That she never really fucked around with like the window sills. Didn't she leave the window open and then she put that plank with the fucking needles? Yeah, with the nails under it. Yeah, that's the way you do it. Yeah, because they're gonna get in the windows. Like unless you're uh you're hammering up plywood over them. Like yeah, that's not secure. Yeah, well they didn't never saw this woman in action. This is pre. Anyways, Vinny, Arrow Target's corpse comes through the window. There she is. <laughs> wow. Fucking Voorhees' mom, man. She freaking, like... <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees is, like, bench-pressing, like, some shit to be able to hoss, like, a woman through the window. <laughs> yeah, you gotta imagine a 45-year-old woman tossing a 130-pound girl through a window. Like, she's hucking it like Jim Plunkett in that day. <laughs> Just like 45 yards out, like, huh! She's like, oh, I didn't get the spile right. Yep, and then blonde sexual harassed lady hears a vehicle outside, and she thinks it's the camp guy. Nope, she finds a middle-aged woman. Oh, I wonder who this is. She introduces (laughs) (laughs) her. Oh, who is this mysterious woman who has just uh, appeared in this uh, movie? Right, who's like icing down your shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) She's got some glass shards in her sweater. She's like, my name's Mrs. Voorhees, and like, this lady hasn't had 40 years of Jason movies, so she's like, okay. Yeah, she's like, hmm, sounds okay. What the fuck are you doing here? And the blonde girl tries to be like, they're dead, they're all dead, then they died. And then she's like, hey, 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 shut up. You're probably just nervous because of the storm. And she's like, no, there's like dead bodies. <laughs> she's like, you're just making that up. They're not dead. She's like, they're just sleeping. And then she's like, take me in to see him. <laughs> take me in. And then like, <laughs> so she takes her to the body. She just tossed through the window. <laughs> and you're like, see, it's Fuck dead. You. She's like, Wow. I mean, like, she looks like it was a pretty awesome throw, though, right? <laughs> yeah, kid, would you say that, like, whoever threw her through the window, like, must have been working out, like, mad crazy? And the girl's like, what? And then she's like, I mean, all right, it's time to fess up. I'm the mother of the boy who drowned in the lake in 1957. And then she's like, he was swimming, and he... And it seems like she's about to say was, like, mentally handicapped, but instead she's, like, is someone who should have been watched swimming. Which, good on you, movie, not, like, going the fucking low road. Yeah, but essentially the camp counselors were fucking, and then they missed the kid drowning, which was also done in Wet Hot American Summer to hilarious (laughs) effect. I think my favorite reenactment is in Freddy vs. Jason. (laughs) <laughs> where it's happening and literally the camp counselors in that nightmare are just fucking all over the place out in the open <laughs> i haven't seen it and i don't want to tempt fate 
<laughs> you never know. Anyway, she tells blonde, short crop, blonde, blondie, sexually harassed blonde, final girl. She's like, she's today got a happens bob to be. Haircut. Yep. It's blonde bobs her hair. She's <laughs> like, today is Jason's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Happy birthday. And then the blonde's like, I didn't, I don't. I don't have a fucking cake. Like well, I didn't get you... him anything. <laughs> yeah. And then that's what triggers Jason's mom. Do you think he would like Monopoly covered in blood? <laughs> She's he like, wouldn't oh, been because Mrs. Voorhees suddenly turns violent and pulls out uh-huh. her Bowie knife. Bowie. You say Bowie. Bowie. Bowie knife. <laughs> It was a knife that was drafted before Michael Jordan, but shouldn't have been. <laughs> anyway, she rushes the blonde, and then the blonde uses a fireplace poker to knock Mrs. Voorhees unconscious. She really just should have kept swinging. Yeah, I mean, like, you just, just keep, like, she go down on the ground, like, just keep fucking hitting her. This is the point just... of the movie where you're like, this 20-year-old girl should, like, be able to whop the shit out of this old lady. And she's like, listen, like, at this point now, sweet, <laughs> like, insane Mrs. Voorhees. Like, she does not have a body of a bodybuilder as, you know, as me and Jake had built her up to seem as. <laughs> she is a frail old woman. <laughs> yeah, no, she looks like the lunch lady she is. She's not, well, I mean, she's not killing people with Sloppy Joes, but... Yeah, she's someone skimming macaroni off the top. <laughs> That's the best part, though. Alright, so, Vinny, now we get a lot of, like, hide-and-chase stuff, where the blonde mm-hmm. fights, like, all the dead bodies all over the place. Including, Surprise! like... The hitchhiker and the camp counselor. Just because the movie doesn't want to be like, well, like, she killed them, though. There's not, like, two unrelated killers out here. I mean, there might be. <laughs> it's be, just, like, well, two movies <laughs> crossing over. <laughs> It'd be like, Mrs. Voorhees only showed up for this one blonde here. <laughs> <laughs> the He's one like, that doesn't deserve it, you know? <laughs> you're the one I hate. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest of them, just a coincidence. It's just, it's, you know what? It actually, it's that dude on the bicycle. He killed them all. <laughs> Now, they, while she's chasing her, she keeps doing, like, a little boy voice to be like, Mommy, Mommy, kill the blood. She's like, yeah. okay, Jason, I will. Yeah, and he's like, kill her, Mommy, kill her. And, and it's like, like, how about a cookie? <laughs> and she's, she's like, like you've had later. enough. And he's like, just give me one. She's like, Jason, for the last fucking time. <laughs> no, oh, no, baby, no, no, don't cry, don't cry. And he's like, oh, oh, oh you've been so mean since Daddy left. It's like, well, it's not my fault he went off with that whore of a secretary. <laughs> Meanwhile, the blonde's like three yeah. miles from the camp. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> She's just letting her go on this tirade and just like, <laughs> I'm not fucking listening. You bye, lady. <laughs> then the sun comes up. And it's just like, she's still there, like fucking arguing with Jason all night. I told you to clean your fucking room. <laughs> my room's underwater, Bobby. 
<laughs> Every furniture bits is just moving around. <laughs> it's just like, well, if you thought about tying them down, Jesus, you're disgusting. Just like your fucking drunk father. Uh... <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> she corners the blood in a storage shed where the blood finds a rifle. And before she can load it, Mrs. Voorhees attacks her and slaps her around. <laughs> and she's going to slap her to death. Just slap, 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 slap. Yeah, she gives her 12 slaps, like forehand and backhand. She's working on both approaches. Yeah, her, <laughs> her knuckle game is pretty good. Now, let's see. Blonde runs back to the main cabin and hides behind a locked door in the pantry. And Mrs. Voorhees shows up with a machete. The son's like, toss it in the lake. (laughs) Give me the assist. And then, let's see. The blonde hits her in the head with a frying pan, rendering her unconscious and believing her to be dead. You gotta check, lady. Yeah, keep hitting her. Then she heads out to the side of the lake and she sits down next to the water. But Mrs. Voorhees comes out. This is the part that I hate because, like, she's looking dramatically at the water. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? She's like, this is obviously a remembrance of all my lost friends. Instead of, like, I don't know, running to town and looking for help. Yeah, it's just like, listen, if it were me, I ain't stop running. I don't care until I see lights from, like, a car or, like... <laughs> some place like i'm not stopping i'm going yeah i mean like honestly once i had him down with the frying pan i'm hitting that again until brain matter comes out that's ex- yeah it's like don't stop till you see red on that pan that's just how it works it's been like once you're dead i don't have to be afraid of you killing me <laughs> that's just math So, you know, she, like, nothing can happen to her, though. I mean, she's totally safe in an out and open area on the beach when she's got her back. Machete attack! (laughs) Oh, they tussle. Yeah, Mrs. Voorhees comes in with machete, and then they get into a wrestling match, and, like, we know how this is gonna go. That's an old lady fighting a young lady. (laughs) Come on. Who are you kidding? Yeah, that young lady overpowers that poor, frail old lady, who is crazy, but she is frail and human. Yep, then she finally kills Mrs. Voorhees by decapitating her. Then she gets in a canoe and rows out into the middle of the lake as <laughs> <and> she falls <laughs> asleep. Again, not leaving, just, just like, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to tempt fate and just, like, maybe drown myself if I flip over the canoe in the middle of the night if I'm sleeping. Yeah, I don't know that everyone's looked at a lake and been like, oh, that's a place for the snoozing. I, <laughs> I, I don't get it, but it's what happens. All right, well, the morning comes and the blonde is still asleep in the canoe. The cops arrive and they're like, hey, blonde! Why are you sleeping in that canoe? Because, <laughs> like, there is some loud, powerful, fucking slow music playing over this beautiful scene. That's right. Oh, and they do, like, a real, what I th- think they thought was a fancy shot of, like, her draping her arm into the water and it being reflected in the water back at her. Like yeah, she's holding she... hands with herself. 
Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, and she's like playing with the water, just kind of looking off in the distance because she can't really hear the cops yet because that nope. music is so fucking loud. She's like, "Can you turn it down?" And they're like, "Oh, she she crazy." <laughs> yeah. Anyways, when she sits up, the decomposing body of we have to assume Jason, but maybe some like swamp thing boy, tips her over in the canoe. And she screams, and then she wakes up in the hospital. And the cops are like, well, all your friends died. And she's like, what about the boy in the lake? And they're like, what? <laughs> That's like the one thing we didn't see. We did see a lot of dead bodies today, though. And she's like, if you didn't catch him, that means he's still out there for many sequels. And they're like, and a redesign. It's over! <laughs> they... You selected the movie this week. It falls upon you to ask the eternal question. Please proceed. Jake, did I scare you? Nope. You bored me <laughs> out of my mind. I hated this fucking movie. <laughs> hated every fucking second. I won't lie. I've seen this movie quite a few times, and it is mostly just like a... It's a movie on the background. That's kind of where it stands. Now, watching this movie and having to regurgitate and give y'all an episode on it, yeah, it's quite possibly one of the most boring movies we've done on this uh, show. Yeah, not since 30 days of night have I been this frustrated. Yeah, because it's just like, uh, it's too much build-up for shit that's not really great payoff. I So many of the deaths are off-screen. Yeah, it's like if you spent time with like maybe one of them being off screen and the rest of them just being like, I mean, I get it. I get it. They probably didn't have a lot of budget. They couldn't really get off a lot of like good looking kills and whatnot. But it's like, I don't, I just, I don't know. Make the movie shorter with less people and like, you know, spend time with like being really detailed on like kills that you can show. Yeah, I feel like the only two we see live are Kevin Bacon and his girlfriend. Yeah. I guess the first knife stabbing. Yeah, the first one and then the uh the axe to the head and yeah. the the fucking yeah, the arrow, the arrow going through, through the neck. They blew all their money on the arrow through the neck. That's what happened. Well, yeah, I get those bacon bucks. Vinny, did it scare you? <laughs> no, of course not. It's just a wonder to me how this like you know, you you think, wow, this is the movie that spanned a fuck ton of sequels beyond that to have Jason as, like, one of, like, the biggest, like, slasher icons of our time. Like, this movie. It just makes me wonder, like, what? how much did this movie really make? I don't really care about that. I feel like the second one has to be better. Because Jason is the driving force of everything. And yeah, like, of course. The like weird doughy old lady at the end is like, wow, what a twist. But it's one of the ones where you're like, oh boy, that doesn't make any sense. Like at the end of uh, High Tension, when it turns out that that like, 90 pound girl killed everyone. Yeah, that's the funniest fucking thing ever, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just imagining, like, that little waif of a girl, like, pushing a, a dresser through someone's head. Yeah, that was amazing. That shit makes me laugh. Um, What's funny is, looking at the box office here, out of all of the Friday the 13th movies, like, in the franchise, it actually only made 39 mil. 
I thirty nine million in nineteen eighty is pretty big bucks. Yeah, it opened at five like mil in box office. Yeah, again, that like, would have been really big then. I guess so. Yeah, six mil for part two. The number one gross though was Freddy vs Jason. That went open with open with thirty six mil in box office in two thousand three. Yeah, of course it did. Uh, why are we talking about that, Finn? It has nothing to do with anything. Well, it kind of does. Vinny, if you were anyone in Friday the 13th, who would you be? Um, do I dare I say that I'm a Kevin Bacon type? I guess. Really? (laughs) Why? I don't know if I'm not really that bold. I can't say that. I would probably be like, you know, the, the, the guy that's the comedian, because I do remember doing a lot of stupid things. And tried to be funny to impress women around when I'm in my in my teenage years. So that seems to track a lot more with me. I'm the harbinger because I also don't ride bikes so good. <laughs> it's all about the motion, man. You know, yeah, that's it's the just balance. Like, that's the problem. You gotta you gotta bounce that ass on the chair, man. That's how. <laughs> if you got that's... wide hips, it's throwing the weight distribution off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vinny, what's your gifable moment? Oh, man. Um, For me, I mean, it's definitely the Harbinger saying you're all doomed and then getting on his bike cobbly and then waddling away on it. <laughs> That's a good one. I do like the cop saying, like, you know, <laughs> you're smoking the devil's lettuce. You know, like, that's a good one for me. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the arrow kills. through Bacon's neck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those ones done before. Axe to the head. That's a good one. Um, brunette with arrows being tossed through the window is hilarious, considering the context that that comes with. I feel like Jason flipping her out of the canoe is actually a gift that people use. Oh, yeah. That one's like, you know, by surprise. That one is definitely, it's it's in there. It's meme-worthy. I didn't like. I didn't care for this. <laughs> nah, not really. I I just felt like it was important to put it on the show. So now we have at least covered all of like the main state like slasher movies from at least their beginnings. Mm, there's a few we haven't gotten to yet. For slashers? Yeah, there's a few. Okay, I'll I'll leave that to you to know and me to find out later. I guess. All right, we're all done with Friday the 13th. Vinny, do we have any mail this week? We do not. All right, well, if people did want to mail us, Finn, where could they do so? You can do so by emailing us at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. All right, and Vinny, if instead they wanted to reach us on Twitter or Instagram? You can reach us at our Twitter at disbypod, and you can reach us at our at her instagram at did i scare you pod one word so sorry i have kind of been behind yeah but you gotta get our heads on some fucking posters i will say though josh did pretty good with putting our uh our our sketched heads on a malignant poster from last week's episode for episode 100 uh thanks josh you actually did the work for me (laughs) yeah the problem is you want someone in the back of someone's head for that movie, but who? 
It's difficult well, the problem... to. Well, the the movie poster is literally fucking bad wig with like her head like just like in awe on sideways with like that knife that I assume is probably that stupid fucking trophy coming at her head. You know what you should do instead, Vinny, is Photoshop Krang in and cover him with uh, red. It just does itself. Yeah, that's it's perfect. Yeah, please do. All right. Well, fuck. I guess it's time for me to pick the movie for next week, and that's what I'm sure. gonna do. Yeah, episode one oh two. And I'm debating. See, there's like a crazy one I kind of want to do, but also I'm like, I just subjected myself to a movie that bored me, and I don't want to do it again. <laughs> Yeah, let's not. I don't want to. I don't want to be bored again. <laughs> yeah, there's one with the twist. Don't at do the it. End. To it's it. pretty great, but don't do it to us, Daddy. Don't. <laughs> uh you know what, Vinny? What is it that we do on this podcast? We two brothers pick movies that are supposed to scare us. <laughs> right. So we don't always live up to that. <laughs> I mean, like. At this point now, percentage-wise, we're at about, like, a 2% on being scared. Seems that way. (laughs) There's a movie that I haven't seen, but I know about the concept, and it seems to me like an idea that I would find potentially scary. And I've been thinking about doing it a lot, but honestly, I haven't wanted to, because I'm like, what if it does scare me? (laughs) That's the point of the show. Come on. You've been holding out on us, you asshole? (laughs) Yeah, so Vinny, we're going to do it because we're home. We're going to be doing The Strangers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I actually, I've never seen this movie. Yeah, that potential of it, yeah, because that one line in the movie. Like, why are you doing this? Because you're home. That's a scary thought. (laughs) We're going to love that more. Maybe it'll freak us out, maybe not. But either way, we're going to do it. I'm looking forward to it. I don't think we have anything else to talk about this week. Do you think so, Vin? No. No, I I believe we are all set. Um, So sorry, (laughs) Mrs. Voorhees. That is a terrible thing to happen to your son. It is. It is. But that doesn't give you a right to have a vendetta to kill all camp counselors. Yeah, we didn't talk about it on air, but also I think it's stupid that she ends up killing everyone to try to shut down this camp when it's like, if you kill one, firstly, they wouldn't pin it on you, and secondly, they'd close down the camp anyways. I just, again, it, it's so wild to me that, like, all these people in the town over are like, yeah, we're powerless to you opening up the camp again. It's just like, isn't there, like, I don't know, somebody, like, in the town, like, some mayor that could be like, yeah, no, this place just... We can't open it. We just can't. The Harbinger's the mayor. Oh, he just lost his damn mind. <laughs> He's all about bikes these days. <laughs> it's the only law he keeps passing is more bikes. Vinny. More bikes, good. You're all doomed. <laughs> We're all done. We're all done. What are you doing? We're going to watch The Strangers next week. Please watch along with us. A thank you, as always, to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. Please check them out on Spotify. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. 
I'm his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And, no, Jason, no, it's time for me other show. Jason? End the show, Jake! End the show! Jake, end the show! All right, well, hey, thanks for the ride, ladies. How you doing, ladies?